I know why he makes us talk. He's a horrible, abusing podcast host. That's what it is. Yep, he's so abusive. So abusive, and he makes us do things that we don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> he's a tyrant. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm a tyrant who, uh, who fucking... Got a squatty potty, though. Sitting on my throne like a king. I wish I still had the use of my legs, but I don't because of Jason's fault. (laughs) What? I don't know. (laughs) How did that happen? Squatty squatty potty. (laughs) The squatty potty took out your your legs? Took away the use of my legs, and now I have no arms. Well, how did that happen? I don't know, man. This is. I think we lost Jason. Oh. That was fine. That was a dumb intro, anyway. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid dumb intro. <laughs> so dumb. Make us do stupid intros. Look at him. Now he's just like, oh, my internet's broken. Now, now you have to do the intro by yourself. Stupid intro. Yeah. It's the Savage Land. I don't care. <laughs> Make me do about by myself. Cold open this Savage Land. Da da da. It's the Savage Land. Bam boom bam. Here he comes back on Skype, just like waltzing in, like nothing so happened. Doesn't even fucking care. Just like, yeah, whatever. My thing can just break whenever I feel like it. I don't need to like be on the Skype call the whole time. <laughs> and then I'm just like, whatever. I'll just do the intro myself. It's the fucking Savage Land. Welcome back to the Savage Land. I'm Jason. I'm Rachel. And I'm Matt. And this episode is brought to you by not harassing creators and comic book store owners. Don't be a douchebag, everybody. How's it yeah. going, guys? Yeah, please stop. That's a, I'm actually pretty pretty happy about that. Yeah, right? Sp- sp- sponsorship. Yeah, it's a really good sponsorship. I'm glad we got them. Uh, it's, it's definitely something that I think a lot of people need these days. Don't be a douchebag. Yeah, just don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag. If you disagree with something... No need to harass anybody about it. Just don't be a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's okay to yeah. disagree and be a human. One might say we don't need a gate around comics. Yeah. You douchebags. Yeah. So, and don't don't be a dick either, or a Richard, depending on who you are. Um, anyway, outside of targeted specific uh, references to people, how's how's it going, guys? How's your week been? <laughs> <laughs> Was that a targeted specific reference to somebody? Yeah, there's been this whole fucking thing going on lately with these assholes trying to keep comics what they're supposed to be or whatever the fuck. Make comics great again. Don't make them, don't make them square. They're supposed to be rectangular. Yeah. How do you staple circles? How dare you put women in the comics? What? <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, I, I, I had a yeah. fucking I had a week. <laughs> if you guys look at our Reddit account, there was there was a whole thing happening. Um, I just I I got I got home from camping again this weekend, and I saw the emails from Reddit. Uh, and I was like, oh boy, Jason's does, at it again. <laughs> does Reddit still I email us? I I didn't. Yeah, see emails those. us every time uh, somebody comments. Oh man, oh. I gotta change that. <laughs> yeah, just, it's it's too much. 
I only saw some Twitter things, but it wasn't like to us. I oh, maybe it was Twitter, Twitter I saw. Oh, you probably saw Twitter. There's there's some Twitter yeah. stuff going on. Yeah, because yeah. I think you did stop Reddit because I was like, Jason, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> you said it just like that, actually. I d- you just I'm called sure me one day and that was all you said. You were just like, Jason, Reddit. And then you hung up and I was like, what? <laughs> like, what piece it all together. Yeah. What does that uh, mean? Is Matt going to kill me? Yeah. Hey, guys, yeah, guess what? 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 We got a new review. Yeah. That was that was my my horn. Um, <laughs> my fog well, horn. <laughs> I think it's definitely appropriate for one of you to read the, the new review. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna read it. Uh, for some reason, it's, if the title's longer than this, let me know. It's only showing me a little section of it. But title is "Cured My Arthritis After Just One Listen" uh, by Coeater Eight Ninety Nine. Yeah, I think that's the title. Okay, close enough. Uh, <laughs> five stars. Woo! Five stars. It's, ref- it's refreshing to have a group of people who are mostly positive as opposed to focusing solely on what is garbage and how they can prove it. Well, I will prove something to you t- this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll prove it good. Oh, I'll prove that my garbage in my garbage can is actual garbage. Um, anyway, chill peeps that I would definitely like to see live if they ever made it out to KC, Kansas City. Don't ever tell me the odds. They're high. They're very high. Uh, hearing the catch-ups and about Matt's climbing adventures are also... Now, this word is H uh, asterisk C-K-I-N, and I'm assuming that heck. asterisk is there. Yeah, he's, for, he said, he said for, the word heck, for, which he needs to censor. I don't think so. No, I that's think profanity. I think it's I think it's a way worse word than that. I was gonna make something up, but I can't think of anything right here off the top. Good of my job, head. proud of you. <laughs> Heck, and entertaining. Uh, give them a listen, and I'm certainly <laughs> give them a listen, and I'm certain they will become a mandatory podcast for you. Please don't become mandatory. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna tell it not to become mandatory. If you okay, if you if you, if you think if you're if you're out there listening and you think that this podcast is mandatory to listen to, I'm not going to correct you. I'm not going to say it's mandatory, but like you know, you're free to think whatever you want. And he has knives and knows where you live, but whatever. <laughs> uh, P.S. I bought the domain titularlineguy.com, which is fucking amazing. Uh, in honor of Rachel, it's all yours if you want it. I don't know what I would use it for, except an IMBD just for titular characters. You guys are awesome. Keep it up. I I definitely think that needs to happen. I I actually think I think that's probably the best use uh for that for that website is to make it into sort of an IMDb that just tracks all of the uh roles titular in movies line, where they yeah. say the titular line. I think that'd be amazing. I am so for that. That's actually yeah, I think that's pretty good too. Titular line guy. Titular line guy. Uh thank you for the the very kind words, Cow Eater 899. I'm assuming like He's also aware of my presence as well, but uh, you know, see, he's, well, he's he's a fan of you too. He, yeah, we deserve some. What love. did I say? I did I say co-eater? I think he said co-eater. I think I'm pretty sure it's cow it's eater. Cow, yeah, I cow, think it's yeah, cow well, that eater. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> co-eater, co-eater, cow. Oh Look boy, at all those cows. Uh, thanks, oh, thanks for that review, cow eater nine eight ninety nine. No, you're, I appreciate you. Thanks so much. And I'm uh, actually, I was very surprised that somebody actually enjoyed listening to me talk about climbing. So thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of talking about climbing, guys, uh, I think it's I think it's time to get into that ketchup. It's time to rip open the little packet and fold it, fold it in half so you can squeeze it at maximum velocity. 
One of these days, we got to stick it under the tires, though, right? Oh, we got to stick the ketchup under the tires at some point. Okay, just just yeah, yeah, or under the toilet seat. You ever done that? Nope. No. So (laughs) I did this in junior high. Okay. Uh, I didn't even know this was a thing. Oh yeah, it's totally a thing. So you take the ketchup packet and then you fold it over itself and put the two packets under the toilet seat, uh, like under the sort of the the two you know resting points of the toilet seat so that way when uh-huh. somebody sits down on it a bunch of ketchup just squirts all over their genitalia oh it sometimes it squirts the other direction too you cannot yeah. predict which direction it squirts ketchup I packets just are thought very it un- would look like a bleeding toilet which would be quite <laughs> concerning <laughs> no bleeding toilet's my new punk rock album <laughs> bleeding toilet that's real cool man that's <laughs> you, 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 careful bud you're gonna cut yourself on all that edge <laughs> Too edgy. Bleeding toilet. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's you know, if you're if you ever kids at home, if you're ever thinking of a really really cool prank, that's a good one. Don't do <laughs> don't do what I do, which I I was in a charter school for like six months in uh, in my youth. Um, I got kicked out. They had like a three strike system, and the the final strike was for setting off fireworks in the bathroom. Uh, nice. Don't do that one. That one's not quite as cool of a prank. That'll get you kicked out of school. It's, yeah, well. What was the Febreze one that you did? That'll get you <laughs> shot nowadays. Uh, the Febreze one was so you you take a zip tie and you tie it around sort of the uh, the slimmest part of the Febreze, which just happens to be where the trigger is. Um, yeah. You zip tie the, the Febreze down and then you throw it into like an enclosed bathroom stall, like they have at fancy malls. Um, or into someone's cubicle or whatever. Like anywhere that someone's in an enclosed space, uh, you just you, you drop that Febreze can with the zip tie on it and it just gasses out whatever whatever enclosed space there is. But it gasses out with freshness. And death. Yeah, okay. and death. That's not that's like the worst freshness. <laughs> I mean, it's the worst fresh, freshness, but it's very funny when someone's stuck like the toilet's the best environment for it because they are stuck on that toilet until they finish their business. And so they're just surrounded by clouds of Febreze. It's pretty great. I wouldn't stay in there. Yeah, never underestimate the if you power had... of people to shit all over themselves in an effort to get <laughs> to, un- to to get the Febreze out of that bathroom. <laughs> but I would leave as quickly as possible. See, I would not. Be like, oh, well, I'm not done yet. Well, guess I'll just sit here and die. <laughs> you could not. You could not pay me enough money to pull my pants up with poopy butt i like th- my, my pants are not coming up until that thing is is you could eat your dinner on it i guarantee you there's a situation where you would be like i should i should i should go with poopy butt right now nah, dude. i would i would finish i would finish my poop if there was an earthquake happening in that bathroom specifically just the bathroom though yeah. it's like not there's no earthquake outside of the bathroom yeah exactly a, a bathroom quake if you will <laughs> okay yeah that that's pretty common Which, uh, huh. Yeah, bathroom quakes are pretty common uh, when I've when I've had a little too much Taco Bell. You know what I mean? Ayo, one oh seven five in the morning. You're fired. Wow. <laughs> anyway, so back to that ketchup we were talking about. What you got, Jay? What do I? Oh boy, I wasn't. Ah, I'm not. I'm not even ready. Uh, this last week, I read The Few. I finally had a little bit of time where I wasn't either reading a script or watching dailies, and so I've read a ton of shit. Um, but I'll only mention a few in my catch-up. I'll, I'll kind of parse it out over the next couple weeks. Um, okay. So the one I'll mention today is uh, The Few by Hayden Sherman and um, Sean Lewis. 
Uh, it's a mini series from Image Comics. I think it's like five or six issues, but each issue is like 40 pages. So it's a pretty thick uh, little collection for the trade paperback. Um, it was really freaking good. So it follows this girl. Like it's it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic um, story in, in America after some sort of apocalypse has happened. Um, and it follows this woman who's kind of in the middle of it. You just kind of like that, you know, it's one of those no time to explain type situations Uh at the beginning. And so, um, basically you just start out, there's kind of crazy shit going on. There's like this motorcycle gang raiding a town and killing people. Um, and someone basically just hands this woman their baby and just says, Hey, like keep the baby safe, get out of here. So she's like, uh, okay. So she runs for the woods with this baby in a gas mask. Um, and then gets like captured by a couple of uh, hillbilly. Um, what's that one movie? The hillbillies on the swamp with the deliverance. Yeah. Deliverance. Yeah, she gets kidnapped by a couple of of uh, dudes who seem like they might be straight out of Deliverance. Um, after a after a long and and hard fought uh, little struggle there, um, and it kind of goes from there. There's there's I, I don't want to get too much into it because there's some really cool kind of twists and turns to this story. Um, but it it it's it unfolds like any really really good short story should, and every issue just kind of packs a punch. And I think it's one of the cases where breaking the mold of a typical single issue format is is really well utilized. I think Bland, Black Monday Murders is another book that does that really well. Where you know Hickman and Coker decide, you know what, like we're not going to try and tell this story in twenty two page issues. We're just going to do whatever feels right and you know release it that way. Um, mm-hmm they did kind of the same thing with the few. And so what you get is a lot more like, you know, these gorgeous, just like, you know, double page spreads that are totally silent. Like there's a lot of silent panels, a lot of sort of, um, acting on the page where, you know, the art is allowed to breathe and kind of speak for itself and, and really, um, carry the heavy weight of the story. And I, I think it's just like, it's, it's such a, a, you know, epic story. It really takes a lot of twists and turns over the course of it, but the art is just amazing. Um, this was the, the first, I'm pretty sure this is the first professional series that Hayden Sherman worked on. Um, and he's done at this point, like five or six series. And that's over the course of like two years, two or three years. Um, Jeez. Yeah. The dude's prolific. Like he's since the few started coming out, he's been on two monthly books at a time, uh, consistently since then. Um, but his art is just like, it's, it's, it's got some of the best qualities of what Frank Miller's art had at, you know, in his prime. Um, a lot of just like heavy inks, uh, and, and, you know, kind of scratchy, really, um, seemingly haphazard line work. Uh, but it, it, it kind of, I don't know, it all comes together to just make these gorgeous pictures and the color palette was really muted in this, uh, in this story. So you get, you know, a lot of accentuation on the blood and, and, you know, it's basically just like kind of reds and greens throughout the entire story. Um, I don't know. It's, it's gorgeous. And I think it's one of the best miniseries that I've read in a long time. So highly, highly recommend it. Nice. Oh yeah. Um, another thing that I read, well, actually, well, there's, there's part of, I think all of our catch up that we'll talk about probably after our regular old, regular old run of the mill catch up. Um, but I also watched uh, the season. I'm I'm finally catching up on Atlanta, so I watched the first uh, couple episodes of season two, 
and that show is just fucking amazing and it never ceases to blow my mind how talented and multifaceted donald glover is have you guys been watching yeah it? that's no i've never seen it but i, I would like to watch it oh, same dude. it's so good like it's it's the format of a sitcom and it's got like some really weird and strange uh surrealist humor in it but it's also just got a ton of like actual you know weight and and relevance to today's world lifetime places you know i'm very familiar with today's world lifetime places that's what i thought i'm not ah shit so i i guess i need to watch it yeah, yeah rachel's watch missing show. out um but yeah atlanta's really good i think it's it's probably the best show on tv right now i think categorizing it as either a comedy or a drama would do it a disservice um but it's it's just really really efficient storytelling and really like impactful the the opening scene of season two i think is one of the best scenes i've seen in years nice and uh that's that's all the ketchup i'll include for today oh wow brevity Mm. oh yeah that's a that's new (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, I thought we had like at least another 10 minutes just Yeah, I thought so too Stare out, stare out the window just or something sitting there, yeah <laughs> Fuck. It's like me during your God of War talk <clears throat> Well, speaking of Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Matt can't really say anything because he beat it I did How's God of War going, Rachel? Um, I took a sick day yesterday yes. and played all day yes (laughs) were you sick i actually was i went down to visit my parents in the country and all the country folk pollen decided to murder me (laughs) so i woke up and i couldn't even open my eyes i bet it was more like like, i bet it was more like rachel i bet it was just like rachel woke up and sneezed and was like oh well that's it this day's over i wake up every single morning and i sneeze at least five or six times (laughs) So that's that, that's normal, but the goopy eye that 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 was painful. Everybody I have goopy eye. Yeah, I have a tea concoction that seems to work really well for both colds and allergies. It's like ginger tea. You just pour it. Just pour it in your eyes. It directly just pour it in, in, in the right eye. Right in your eyes. Um, <laughs> no, it's like it's like ginger It'll tea. Burn all the goop away. Yeah. <laughs> this is a pro tip for Do all the listeners. Put, put this raw ginger in there. Put the raw ginger in oh, there. Yeah. You get ginger that tea. Fantastic. You get a, a splash of um, apple cider vinegar, uh, a good helping of not a giant helping, but a good helping of cayenne pepper and some honey. Mix that all together mm, every time. Lemons. You got to put lemon juice in there too. Oh yeah. Too much ginger hurts my stomach. That's though. why you just get a regular old ginger tea. Just a like a not like a heavy heavy one. Just just a light little tea of it. You know. Just raw ginger. No, don't ginger, eat raw ginger. Just, just, just thin <laughs> just, ginger slices. Just, just tuck them on up under your eyelids. <laughs> just put them right <laughs> under those eyeballs of yours. <laughs> yep. Rapid, rapid blinking for about 30 seconds or so, and you'll be fine. And then they'll just dissolve. They just dissolve in yeah. your eyes, and you're fine. Oh, yeah. And your vision's back to normal. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that. it was blurry that. from your goopy eye. Yeah, yeah. now it, it's... Just blurry from the ginger. Uh, yeah, no, you're fine. <laughs> anyway, so how anyway, was God of War today? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, was yesterday. How far I did played. Or yeah, yesterday. Um, I kind of didn't do a whole lot of the main story stuff. I did more exploring since I haven't done much of that. But I did. 
I met Tyr's like secret temple uh-huh. to go to the bridge to Jotunheim. So I'm in the tower oh, trying to there. flip it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fun part. So I stopped there, but I did a lot of just exploring. Oh, hey, like, I know Jotunheim. Go- That's where the frost giants but, are from. What? Uh, are uh-huh. you playing it on normal difficulty? Yeah. I had to put it on easy. Yeah. Yep. I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I I'm haven't, terrible at video games. I haven't been able to kill the Valkyries. Dude, I, I so, played the game on easy and I can't kill the Valkyries. Really? Because I was <laughs> like, I might have to put it on easy because I, I couldn't. Everyone make fun of Matt for being such a noob. I don't even <laughs> care. Uh, I killed three of them. There's like, they, they're like, they like, they rank up in difficulty. Oh, uh, I found two, yeah. and I haven't been able to kill either. I've killed three of them on easy, and I can't get anywhere near close to the rest of them. And then apparently, there's like the final Valkyrie, which is the hardest, the hardest enemy in the game overall total. Oh, final she's, Valkyrie! She's like, yeah. Apparently, she's like fucking impossible. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel a little better because no. like, I can't. I found one and I was like, oh, cool, a fight. And then it was like, it's like this like floating crystal thing in the sky and you go up to it and it's like the crystal's actually, it's wings folded around it. Yeah. And like it unfolds its wings and I was like, oh shit, that's fucking, oh, I'm dead. Yep. And then I was like, well, I'm going to leave. Oh man, it was not cool. Did you do the, did you do the trials of Muspelheim yet? I did a couple of them. Dude. I haven't done all of them Ugh. yet. Oh my god! Because it was getting a little ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and I put it on fucking easy, man. I put the game <laughs> on easy, and I was having a hard time. I'm so bad at video games. <laughs> Sorry, right, me too, dude. It's hard though. It's, it is so, absolutely. It's hard. I I definitely have had some moments where I'm like, I might have to put this on easy because I, I can't do you this. You can always go back to normal too. You can just do some yeah. of easy. I just left it on easy because like, ah, fuck it. And then it makes me feel like a real big badass when I'm going around just killing all the normal guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ha, 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 you're all dead. I'm uh, so much funny. better than all of you. Ha, <laughs> ha. Best gamer ever. When it's, the, when it's the actual, like, quote, challenging stuff, it is challenging for me. And so. Yeah. On, even on easy. When I turn it on challenging mode, it gets challenging. No, no, no. It's on easy mode, but it's still challenging for me. Uh, hmm. No, no, no. I'm not. My coworker plays played the whole game on hard. On Jesus. The God one? Yeah, he was like, yeah, I guess he's really good at video games or something. <laughs> I I guess I'm just not that good. I'm not I... even close to that good. It's so hard. it's mm-mm. <laughs> There's a there's one of the Muspelheim trials is do not take damage. Oh, I haven't got all. that one yet. The last one I did was the stay alive for five minutes. Oh, yeah, that one's fine. That that I did okay, but then it was like, man, I don't want to keep doing these. I want to go no, do... No, they get harder. There's like, kill 100 enemies, and you're like, god damn it. Fuck. It takes fucking forever. <laughs> and then there was a, yeah, don't take damage at all. I would really be able fucking to, impossible. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that uh-uh. at all. <laughs> then there's one it. challenge just, that's just I like... Did. You know, confront your inner demons and insecurities, and you're like, "Oh, this is impossible." Well, he's doing that the whole game, yeah, anyway. <laughs> oh, I meant it, I yeah. meant you as as the gamer. Oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and there's one that you have to kill enemies, but it has to be within this circle, and the circle keeps moving around the board. 
Oh. And you have to kill him inside the circle. That one's really hard. You know, I just don't think I'm going to go back to that and just mosey along. But if you want to get all the Valkyries, you do, because there's a Valkyrie at the end. Uh, and she's fucking impossible. I, I, pre- I probably won't like, be able to kill her, her anyways. She, she unfolds her wings, and she's just like, fire everywhere! And you're like, oh, great, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did the... Uh, I went and visited all the ghosts mm-hmm. that were in the shipwrecks. Did you do Brock and Sindri's missions? Um, I did the the ring one mm-hmm. where you go and find the dwarf with the ring. And then like And then he gave me another one. And then like the, the you you get to keep the ring that's got the soul in it? Yeah, I got that. Do you know the do you know the do you know what ha- what that ring's for? No. Do you wanna know? Sure. There's an infinity gauntlet in the game. And that's the soul stone. <laughs> For real. That's really? pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Huh. Yep. Does Thor pop up ever? Like Marvel no. Thor? No. Or no. or even Norse Thor? Norse Thor does not pop up. Damn. His kids do. His kids do. Yeah, Norse is Thor's kids pop up. You, you, like Thor, you, you know Thor's around because they everybody's talking about how much of a dick Thor is the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and his statue's destroyed. And his statue's destroyed. Wait, are his kids in Norse mythology the same kids as he has in Jason Aaron's Thor, where he's talking to them in the future? I don't know. I don't know. Literally all I know about Norse mythology is Thor comics. Yeah, it's not quite that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not quite. They, I mean, they, they take a little bit here and there, but no, it's... it's yeah, they talk about Thor a lot, and they talk about Odin a lot, but you never see him. <laughs> Typical. I'm sure that'll happen eventually, though. I was getting really upset with the boy. I texted Matt and told him I just want to leave him in Helheim because he's being a little shithead. But that was what's good character development, though, right? It was. It was important. It was, and then he stopped being a shithead and he was all, such all a little well. shithead. Though I was mad at him. Oh, he was pissing me off <laughs> so bad. Wait, like Kratos, you need to kill this boy. <laughs> Is Helheim that, just their word for hell? Yeah. Yeah. Is that just how their it's, language works? They're like, oh, I'm going to go to McDonald's Heim and get a burger Heim. It, it's the land of ice. It's all ice. Mm. Muspelheim is all fire. Oh, I thought it'd be Fireheim. No. <laughs> Fun fact, though, Muspel means fire. Does it really? I don't think so. <laughs> He's shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just making that up. I, I, I will say, though, like, I keep like just yelling at myself when they're like we don't know how to kill balder i'm like that kid has the mistletoe arrow in his thing (laughs) like you should probably use that um Are yeah, you gonna if you use have, it? If you have any cursory That's knowledge what women of ask me Norse mythology, you can get a. Pr- it's pr- not hard to figure out where the game's where the overarching story. Yeah, from. yeah. Which I think is kind of fun because it's it's accurate. It's accurate to their mythology. So, uh, but hold on to your butts, Rachel. <laughs> hold on to your multiple butts, yet. Rachel. I have so many butts. Um, <laughs> I want that quote to be on a shirt. Hold on to your butts, Rachel. No, I have so many butts. I have so many, so butts. many butts. What do I do with all these butts? <laughs> anyway, Hold on continue. to them. Hold on to them. Don't let them go. People are going uh, to be trying to steal them. No, I'm very. I'm eager for you to finish because 
Oof. It's awesome. I'm I'm excited to finish, it but I'm also ex- just kind of like, I don't want it to end quite yet. I know. I'm with you. Because it's been such a fun game, even though it's hard. It you makes still, us play so it on you easy. Can, you can keep going. You're not... It's open world, so it's like you can still do everything after you beat the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't just shut the game off. Okay. It's like Arkham so if you Knight win, style. Game off, power off, everything off. <laughs> just, just go outside. Everything turns off. <laughs> Kills your Xbox. Goes dark. Or your PlayStation. No, no, no. It 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 lets you uh, it lets you go back out and finish all the side quests and oh, okay. go find everything and all that. So then I'm not too worried about it. No, but. I I was I was like I can't. I can't beat it till I do every side quest. Then I was like, "Ugh, there's so many side quests." <laughs> there's a lot. And I fin- and I finished well. Then I was like, "Okay, fine, now I'll beat it." I think if I was a rapper, I'd call myself Side Quest. That's actually a pretty good rapper name, right? It is. It's I geez. like it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, stay tuned next week for Rachel's thoughts on the finishing of the game. God damn it, guys! Yeah. I just I just realized what we should have called our podcast. It's way too late for that. It's way too late. <laughs> it's way too late. <laughs> it's three years too late. Uh, we should have called it the side quest. That would have been so no. good. No. no. Fine. Fine. Mm. Fuck off then. I'll start I'm, a new podcast no, called okay. the side quest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. It can be, it can be, a, a, it can be a Savage Land commentary podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's a side quest to Savage Land. Remember that Savage time Land. Matt made a really stupid introduction to the podcast? Let's talk about that <laughs> yeah, for 20 minutes. Let's, talk, let's do a whole and podcast about that. feel bad about it. Let's do yeah. Savage Land Minute. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, 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 well, I did start a book today. Ooh. It is still on the same lines of God of War. Look though. at this fancy pants reading books like a like an adult. <laughs> My favorite question: What you reading for? What you reading for? Because I like reading. <laughs> I'm a librarian. <laughs> uh, it's called Cersei. Anybody know Cersei? Oh, like I know Cersei. Yeah. Wait, Cersei. Why don't I know like, it? But I don't. You got this, bud. I don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something Greek it. mythology. There you go. There you go, bud. So that that's what the book is called. It's by Madeline or Madeline. I don't know how she pronounces it. It's actually uh, Madeline. Mad- Madeline Miller. Mm. And nice it is about the goddess Circe and it's kind of a retelling novel version of this goddess that's cool it's it's actually really good like I kind of couldn't stop reading it when I was at work I just wanted to keep going and not work but is it like modernized though so they like put her on tinder and like have her go out to the club with her friends no okay no it's kind of like no Gaiman's Norse mythology mm-hmm. where he just kind of goes through and retells it so it's a little easier to understand in a way. Mm, yeah. But you're still learning about the mythology and But it's not filled with it, like a bunch of thines and thous and whatever the fuck. And no. It twixt. <laughs> no. It it yeah. It's actually pretty good. I'm about sixty or seventy pages in. I read it pretty quickly up till then, but it's really good so far. I That's like awesome. it. Nice. I think if you like Greek mythology, you'll definitely like it. I don't remember a whole lot about her. I just remember her from the Odyssey, uh-huh. which I 
don't remember that well. That's that's why I know Cersei Odyssey. Okay, cool. Yeah. Back on board. Yeah. Yep. So it's her story, and I guess she did another book, uh, Song of Achilles. That sounds familiar. Which sounds interesting as well. So I don't know if this is just her style to kind of retell these stories, but I'm I'm digging it. Yeah, I'm a fan. I like the I like people taking these stories and making them a little bit more, a little bit, little bit easier to follow for us dumb Americans. For who, us dumbos. Yeah, because I she dumb millennials is <laughs> like attention span. she's like talking about her life and just. Like, I'll say my aunt. I have a lot of aunts, and I'm not going to say all their names because it's just fucking ridiculous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. in those exact words, but I would no, like, like this is a exactly. lot. So yeah. we're just not going to get into that. Did but, you Did you guys ever read um, Matt Fraction's Odyssey? I haven't. No, I feel like I it's haven't. I feel like it's along the, a similar vein. I mean, he like he he kind of gender switches well, everything it in it. But uh, yeah, it's it's very similar. No, mm. I mean, it, it's. It's, it's it's promoted as a retelling of the Odyssey. Yeah. Hmm. I've been curious to read that too, especially because Christian Ward's art is like mind-blowing in that book and in every book. But It, it is pretty crazy. Uh, my sister read it and loved it, so I, I, oh. I definitely like to check it out. I hmm. didn't even know it existed. So It's spelled O-D-Y-C. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it. Okay. It's, an, it's one of those newfangled millennial know what words. It was. Yeah, it's us millennials. I get it. Honestly. I get it. When it's abbreviated, I understand that. Oh my God, that's so Banksy. What? I don't know. My free association is strong. That hit me in a good good spot. Um. Well, I'm going to just jump in there because my catch-up is along the same lines. Uh, I started rereading Neil Gaiman's Norse Mythology from after playing God of War. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, because I want hints. I want hints <laughs> as to what happens next. Huh. Because I, I did read that when it came out, and it's really good. See, I have information that you don't have, so I... Th- Ooh. I know. <sighs> I know. Oh God damn it, Rachel! Hurry up! <laughs> I'm I'm sure by the next show I will have beaten it. Oh man, it's so good. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's really exciting when you finish it. I then went on to some like let's actually talk about it. And this is the first time I've played a video game that I think the dis- plot discussion is as in depth as like say a Marvel movie or a Star Wars or something. Hmm. Wow, where people are like picking apart. Not only like what happens big time that kind of goes on, but all the like dialogue that happens between the two for the whole game. Huh. It's crazy. And people are like putting together like basically a chronological list of all the dialogue between the two because it's all super important and relevant to yeah. everything that's coming. It's huh. so fucking cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, What's your theories? Do you have any theories? You got now's your time. I now's your time. I, I, I will I will stare at my knee. N- no, and not make any faces. You you will make a face. Matt, turn around. <laughs> I'm not even looking at her right now. She turn see turn around. Face. Turn face the wall. I'm not even looking. You're in timeout. I, I can't even see. You can't see me. Now it's just weird. It might be said. weird, but it's fine. 
Do it. I, do it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Come on, Rachel. I don't want to say it and say then have it. it be wrong. You, it's okay. <laughs> no. Do it. No. Rachel. Jason, you got to help me out here. Rachel, do it. Do it. I want to hear. Do I want to hear theories. Do it. Do it. Do it. And then I'll give my I'm, theory on top of your yeah. theory. No, yeah. how about Jason just gives his own theory? Come on. What if you're right? You can fucking, you can come back next week and say, nailed it. Snailed it. Snailed it. Yeah. I I honestly don't want to say. Fine. Fucking wuss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it. I think fucking, I think the, I think Kratos kills the boy. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's bold, man. It's a bold, bold prediction. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I started reading Norse mythology. It's really good. Uh, Here's what I, I'll say. There it is. I Come th- on, yeah. let's go. I think it's gonna go along the theme of what God of War is. War, and That's gods. Big. Well, I think Atreus is gonna have a reason to unleash his rage and become a god of war. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's not even looking at me. <laughs> I'm not making any. I'm, I'm, I'm not giving away anything with any looks on my face. No, I, I can't see his face. Can't so. see my face. So that that's all I'll say is that I think it's going along those lines. Hmm. Um, Rachel, you're dead those. wrong. I'm just kidding. I know nothing about <laughs> this game. Right? We don't know. <laughs> I could be. I don't know. Um, my other ketchup is a, a, for the like this. I've, I'm sure I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I'm. Rereading Perdido Street Station by China Mieville again. <laughs> I don't oh, know what that you've is. You've mentioned this book to me it's many, many, many times. I know. I want you to read it because I think you'd love it. What is it? It's so good. It's a book, Jason. It's a book. Well, but it's like, what's novel. it about? I was getting to that. Oh, well, fine. It's it. It takes place in this weird. It's it's it fills the genre that some people have started calling the new weird. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was my nickname dumb. in high school. Yeah. Oh, Mine like, too. Oh, who's this new weird? Uh, <laughs> it 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 it's the story of this guy Isaac who is approached by this bird who has had his wings ripped off uh trying to get him to come up with some new means for him to fly of his own power. Uh and the city that is this weird crazy city full of weird crazy people and individuals and uh, races and species, and it's just this very bizarre, not fantasy, not science fiction, just, just weird, very weird book. Hmm. Uh, and it's the fucking best. It's one of my favorite books. It's got, it's got the richest. Uh, the, the China Mieville has the richest way of describing objects and things that are not animate, like a city and how the city breathes and how the city drips and how the city sort of glows. And uh, I, I'm not doing it any justice and I'm not going to like pull up a chapter and read it, but <laughs> it's, uh, if you like really intricate, descriptive, like amazing dialogue or not dialogue, just, uh, prose, you should, you should absolutely check it out. Down with that. I've been wanting to, to, in my in my long quest to be more pretentious, I've been wanting to read more uh, prose novels. So maybe I'll throw that on the list. Throw it on the list. It's definitely one that you can drop, and the people that know are like, "I got you," and they'll like give you a little finger gun. They're like, "Ah, oh, hey, smart guy, <laughs> smarto, smart man." Like, yeah, they'll be like, "You know what's up," and you'll be like, "Yeah, I do." 
Fuck yeah, I do. And then you'll be best friends. And you'll be best friends for life. And then you'll leave on a boat together in the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually... But well, eventually... No, boat with it, me? It, <laughs> <laughs> hey, bud, you want to get on this boat? Sure. Okay, let's go. Let's go off into the sunset. <laughs> Here we go, bud. High five. All right, let's go. Bye. I, I hear Star Wars is filming down the coast. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, <Her> bud. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> don't do it don't do it no. I brought you can't, yeah. def- you can't I'm, 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 to- I'm directing the new Spawn movie on this boat here bud. oh god damn come it come on bud <laughs> I'm gonna direct I'm gonna direct the fuck out of it bud oh man wanna see my baseball cards uh, <laughs> oh my hey bud uh, I really hey, bud. like this uh, I really like this horror movie I should, I'm gonna make some check out these action figures I made they're making a Venom movie but it's not my Venom I'm a little upset about Did that. Did he say that? I don't know. Did he say that? I have no idea. No. I'm actually curious if he has the same relation to the new Venom movie as Rob Liefeld has to the Deadpool movies, you know? I hope not, because Todd McFarlane is a wanker. <laughs> Damn, hard line. You heard, I, I like you heard Todd it McFarlane. first. He's, I mean, what, yeah, he's whatever. His, <laughs> his Spawn movie is going to suck, and there's nothing you can say to, that would change my mind. I, I have I have no opinion right now. I think it's a weird choice to have him solo direct the new Spawn movie. Uh, I agree, but considering that the budget is tiny, maybe you know, maybe it'll work. Uh, I don't know. I'm um, I'm interested to see what happens. Is the is the budget high enough to make a convincing cape, or is it going to be like just <laughs> a fucking like a couple towels, just like in a fan? I, I'm not sure. I think it was like Get Out, about the same budget as Get Out. Yeah, there was no, there was no, there was no living capes in Get Out, so. <laughs> Hard to compare those two. <laughs> that's true. Um, um, oh, anyway, that's all my that's that's all my catch up. I just a couple books. I went camping again, and nothing super exciting this time. Fuck yeah! Yep. Well, shit, guys. Uh, I guess that's that's all the the catch up. So let's hear one more time from our sponsor before we get into the the main dish for today. Uh, again, don't we a, don't be a douche. Don't be a douche, bud. Don't don't uh, <laughs> hey hey, bud. Listen, listen, bud. Uh, don't be a douche to uh, female creators and, and creators of minorities and, and uh, anyone that doesn't want to support your terrible book that uh, has really kind of bad artwork and, and horrible writing. And, and especially after you said all those hateful things on the Internet about people and encouraged your followers to harass innocent people who had really done nothing to harm you. Uh, you, you probably shouldn't uh, freak out over that, bud. It's it's uh, it's the bed you made. You should lie in it. Wow. Okay. This, this has been Todd McFarland. This, is, this, this Todd. has been Todd McFarland's <laughs> Don't Be a Dick or a Richard. <laughs> don't be a Richard. Don't put a gate around comics. We just don't need that. Don't we don't need that, guys. Be a, 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 a Pritchard. Pritchard. I, <laughs> I have a friend named Richard that we would say hello, Pritchard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Fair warning. <laughs> Fair warning. My there is... dearest Pritchard. <laughs> there is... Uh, this Today, is... <laughs> I was forced to flee the lavatory <laughs> with poop on my britches. Do not judge me, Pritchard. It was not my fault. Wow. Really quick. Before, just as as part of the as part of the ad message, I just want to hammer one last point home. Fair warning: it's going to get a little explicit here for a second. Uh, if you consider someone going on YouTube and calling somebody a cum dumpster, 
and making accusations about them exchanging sexual favors in term in exchange for career advancement, you're an asshole. That's not criticism. That's not cool. It is not okay to repeat that stuff to people, and it's not okay to go on Twitter and harass people for making things. Anyway, that's enough for that ad sponsor. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I was much happier with my Pritchhead joke. <laughs> yeah, that, that was better, but I mean, that guy is a, is a douche. He's a real so. Richard. Mm. He's anyway. not a Pritchard. He's not a Pritchard. <laughs> be a Pritchard. Be a, be a Pritchard. He's <laughs> unafraid to flee the loo with poo on your bitches. So, guys, today. Yo. Uh, oh my god! And this this is a thing. I, I wonder if we'll do this more. Uh, listeners, let us know. Um, we decided this week right. that we were gonna all read a single issue from a smaller publisher. Uh, oh yeah! And I was, man, I was scared for a second. <laughs> <laughs> we all decided to take a blood oath. Um, oh no, I'm kidding. Uh, but we we all read an issue from Vault Comics this week. Um, they are a publisher that's existed, I think, for a year and a half now um and they've been putting out some some really good books that i've personally been a fan of um maxwell's demons was a book that i read or a couple issues of um a while ago i'm not sure if i talked about it on the show but i really really enjoyed uh and they're consistently putting out you know awesome books as, as far as i've seen and heard um and i kind of one book that caught my eye was wasted space because the artist is hayden sherman who uh illustrated the few as well as brian woods um john carter and uh um cold war with chris sabella so he's been on my radar uh so of course i had to pick up wasted space and we we just kind of came to the decision that we were all three gonna read a book from vault this week um and maybe yeah came to the decision i proposed to the group i proposed to the group that maybe we uh that maybe we all read a vault comic this week and And i forcefully made them read (laughs) by placing by placing slices of of uh ginger in their eyelids so they would not be able to close them i didn't i wasn't that forceful no, I'm just no. I'm just trying to do as many callbacks to earlier jokes as I possibly can. <laughs> Full circle. Uh, no, you did. I read uh, Deep Roots by... Written by Dan Waters and art by Val Rodriguez, colored by Triona Farrell and lettered by Aditya Bedikar. I probably mispronounced that and I'm sorry. Maybe it's Bedekar. <laughs> Rachel, what'd you read? I read Reactor, written by Donny Cates, illustrated by Dylan Burnett, colored by D. Cunniffee. Kniff. Eh. Kniff. Kniff. It's 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 got a lot of N's, F's, and E's. <laughs> I think that's I think that's actually how you pronounce his last name. He's D. It's got a lot of N's, F's, and E's. <laughs> It really does. It's it's got a lot of things. And the letterer is Taylor Esposito. I am a fan of Taylor Esposito's lettering, actually. Um I guess I mean you guys you guys high roaded me by calling out the entire creative team. So uh Wasted Space, written by Michael Morrissey, uh art by Hayden Sherman, colors by Jason Wordy, uh lettered by Jim Campbell, and uh with uh in an alt cover by Marguerite Sauvage. And also uh, design. I, I think all three of our books, actually, uh, the design work was done by Tim Daniel, who is a master. Um, 
anyway, yeah, let's let's uh, let's get into the books, guys. Which which one should we talk about first? Mine wasn't decided by Tim Daniels. It wasn't. No. Yes, it was. Ha! There it is. <laughs> it was the visual branding and design. God damn it, Tim Daniel, you got me this time. Got me on the technicality this time, Tim Daniel. Oh, uh, Tim Daniel. Um, let's let's talk about Rachel's first. Rachel, uh, your your book, your reactor. boy Donny Cates. Your boy. He hasn't he hasn't hasn't missed yet. He's a hundred percent strike rate in the my, Rachel world. My all my favorite of all the God of War memes you've posted, Rachel, has been the one where somebody says something and then he like inhales and he puts his hands in the prayer and he goes, "Boy, <laughs> boy." That's boy. my that's, that's that's also my favorite Rogue One meme. Actually, that is the <laughs> fucking best. It's so good. I have so many God of War memes that I'm just. Like I don't want to just constantly post. I them. think you should. Just I think drowning just in God of War memes. Drown it. I, it's the I'll do best. it. They're I'll so just, funny. I'll just keep posting it because I got more. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been posting weird erotic ones that people think mm. are Jason. Yeah. They every time something <laughs> sexual is posted, everyone just assumes it's me. I mean, yeah. You well. did it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Now I can just blame it on you. So. Every time. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. D- d- derailed. What's, um, let's talk about Reactor. Reactor. Yeah, what's, it, what's it about? It is about these vampires basically overrun Earth. And the only way the humans will survive is if they leave Earth, go to space, and then they nuke Earth to kill all the vampires. Sounds like a real smart way to do vampire killing. But what happens is that it basically just drenches the earth in darkness, so they just keep breeding. Darkness, motherfucker. Yeah. So they're just thriving. So Classic humans. <laughs> so the main character is named Polly. Polly. Eh. What Polly. up, Polly? That reminds me of the uh, American... P O L I. It's not Polly. Or, or Poli. Poli. Polio? Maybe it's short for polio. Yeah, probably. <laughs> totally. So I guess she's sent to Earth to kill all the vampires so they can go back home. You know- and in concept, it seems cool and interesting. And it still might be. I still am intrigued. Mm-hmm. But. I'm not a huge fan of the art. It's very cartoony. It kind of looks kind of Teen Titans esque. Interesting. Oh, is it, you just and, it, and you just don't like that that kind of style. It just doesn't fit very well in like how I would want to see vampires. Interesting. In space stuff. I'm look. I'm you know. I, I'm, I'm pulling up the art so I can see because actually I was going to read this and then uh, didn't get time. I was I got super busy at work, but continue. Uh, it looks like uh, gorillas pop art. Yeah, yeah. That was going to be my next thing where it's like yeah. it. It looks like gorillas. See, that's interesting <laughs> because to me that that almost like makes me want to read it more. I'm looking at some. I, of these pages. I'm just not a huge fan of just really cartoony. Yeah, I'm not either. Style. Yeah, I'm not either. Man, I see. I'm I'm looking at these pages right now, and I'm like, shit, that looks fucking killer. Anyway, different different strokes for different folks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, just because it's not my thing. We here at the Savage Land like different things. <laughs> yeah, um, 
That's funny. I, I, I but like our review said, we're, we, we, it's, we strive to find the positive in everything. <laughs> Indeed. And, and I, I am trying to find the positive in this, but I, I will just say about the dialogue, because that also isn't my favorite. So there's another character that's in this like robot mech suit, mm-hmm. who I guess is supposed to be like the comic relief. And she says, like, ding dong, bitches, and <laughs> and suck Fuck my yeah. giant robot dick. Fuck oh, yeah. Nice. And I'm just not digging it. <laughs> I, I have noticed that's, then, that type of that type of uh, of humor definitely will turn Rachel off pretty quick. That that got you off four kids walk into a bank before uh, before you even thought about reading it. Before I even read it. Yeah, yeah it just it it just isn't my style for sure mm. and then like she just keeps kind of harping on the same joke like did you see me jump out here with all these machine guns hey do you remember when i jumped out with all these machine guns hey remember that time and it's just like oh my god stop donnie stop it just 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 stop oh. but it does seem like something is hiding on earth and they actually secretly want it destroyed and it says nobody can find out the secret about earth. So just with that, I will give it another shot for the next issue. There you go. Right on. Cause I, I, I think just with that, like it, it deserves a second chance sure. because yeah. it probably is a really cool story. It's just, you know, this is a jumping off point and introductions and that's always kind of difficult. So yeah, that makes I, sense. I will give it another shot. It seems also I, I so I'm kind of looking it up and it, it actually I didn't even realize this. Um, it looks like it's a, a sequel to um, Interceptor, which was uh, a book that Donny Cates did uh, uh, I think a couple years back with Heavy Metal. Um, yeah, and and it kind of starts off like it does recap things, mm. but it does start off in a one year later type scenario and. They, she still does like kind of explain the story, but mm-hmm. it it is a little weird not knowing yeah. the other part. Sure. So it's a little jarring. That makes sense. <clears throat> well, cool beans, cool beans. I, I do want to read it because I actually like the, especially looking at the art. I mean, that that is, you're kind of right on the money with the, the sort of comparing it to the gorillas and coincidentally jamie hewlett is one of my favorite artists of all time so i'm i'm super digging that art style and i've been i've been pretty into donny cates lately so i'm gonna check that one out i i do love donny cates so so he's got i mean with that love as well i'll I'll give him another chance (laughs) there you go um uh so i read wasted space did either of you end up reading wasted space i read wasted space nice i did not um so first off, I think I did not see the uh, the Marguerite Sauvage cover, but I did get the uh, the Hayden Sherman cover, and I think this this thing is is killer beautiful. Um, but basically, uh, Wasted Space without like without being directly super closely referential to to current day politics and stuff like that, um, it does definitely uh, deal with a lot of the themes of of our of our of our modern day, you know um a little bit yeah it's it's there's a there's a there's a kind of there's a trump stand-in in there a little bit and there's uh there's a lot of like kind of dealing with 
religions and false prophets and stuff like that. But um, basically, the book is following this guy who's kind of a, a former. He's a prophet who who you know apparently kind of screwed up and and you know made i think they kind of alluded to like maybe he made some false prophecies or something like that um and the galaxy's kind of gone to waste and so he's he's kind of just like retreated off into the the universe or whatever um with his friend who's also a like a sex robot and also like a a kill robot uh so they're kind of sex slash kill robot yeah they they call him a fuck bot and also a kill bot, but fuck and kill have uh, Q's instead of the K's. <laughs> okay. For some reason, I don't know why. Um, but uh, so it's kind of like this buddy cop thing with these two guys out in space somewhere. There's definitely some, uh, you know, a hint of Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and uh, they they cross paths with uh, the, the you know the last person you'd expect them to cross paths with. Um, hijinks ensue all that stuff i i really enjoyed it and especially by the time i i reached uh the last page it's it it starts going into some really big cosmic stuff is what it looks like like some some kirby level crazy large-scale cosmic things and i am so in on that um i really enjoyed it i've i've seen michael morrissey's name i think it's pronounced morrissey i'm not sure uh I've seen his name on things before, but I think this is the first comic I've read by him, and I I really enjoyed it. Um, the The use of the narration I thought was was pretty well balanced. Sometimes it can go super overboard. Um, the dialogue to me all felt very natural, and and um, I don't know, it was just really cool. And I think also that uh, Jason Wardy colors Hayden Sherman's art really well, which I think given the way that he draws could be tough for some colorists. Um, I think some people might tend to try and like over render it or, you know, or even in some ways under render it. Uh, but Wordy kind of strikes that really good balance and he's, he's becoming one of my favorite colorists. He did um, God country as well. And I think that mm. uh, he complimented Jeff Shaw's art really well in that. So anyway, yeah, definitely all, all around, I think a, a super, super dope book. Uh, this is, this is, a book that I instantly put on my hold after I, uh, after I finished it. what do you think of it, Matt? Yeah. I also really enjoyed it. I thought it was quite good. I really liked the, uh, it's very, it's, it, it does, it does set the tone for a very weird space, space opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do love a good old space opera, <laughs> but I, but I, I really do agree with you. I think that the, the dialogue really fleshes out the characters uh, and they each really do have their own voice, and it's not just like one person just having. This, everybody has the same sort of tone. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't love the art so much, but the story really kind of piqued my interest enough that uh, the art was uh, s- sort of fell into place. You know, Does that makes sense. Yeah, I, and I, I can see because it is such a different style. I can see it either being totally up someone's alley or totally not you know i i feel like sherman's art style is is something that you're either going to love or you're just not going to like much um sure and i i actually you know it's funny like kind of reading through a lot of his series going from the few to to john carter to this um 
there there were some problems that I had with his art in the few like he had there was a bit of a problem where his faces looked too similar I think in the few and I had I like kept having to turn back to figure out who was who um mm. but in this book I I actually that was one of the big things I noticed is he's he keeps getting better at because of his art style I think it could make people look way too familiar or way too similar um but in this book I the, I did not have that problem at all I thought everyone uh looked really unique and stuff but yeah i'm i can i can see that sort of complaint of of not really finding the art style to be up your alley yeah but i mean it's it's but my other point still stands though which is it it falls into place and it all kind of works together probably i assume how you guys have experienced jeff lemire's art is kind of how i think i felt through this book oh really where you kind of like started Uh, off in one way and then started to come around to it it's not that I came around to it, but that I think it's just appropriate for the story itself. Mm, interesting. Okay. Uh, but I don't particularly love it, and it's not something that's like really pulls me in. Okay, I gotcha. But 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 the story itself is is strong enough that I that I would be very interested to continue. I think it is very well written, and it's a it's a absolutely solid first issue. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm super yeah. on board with it, and I I'm I'm excited for a lot of these vault comics to because they've been around for not very long, and so. You know their trades are like just now starting to come out. Um, I'm excited for a lot of these these trades to come out and kind of have more of a presence in in the book market and stuff like that, and kind of see see how they do. Yeah. Um, and one thing I will say, it was it's been a little tough tracking down some of these books. Like there, I know there are a lot of stores, especially if they're smaller stores that just aren't carrying Vault Comics. And so, if you're interested in reading some of these, I would highly recommend reaching out to your store and and uh, asking them to carry them. Because especially with a publisher like this, I mean, it's a huge investment to to get these comics up and going and kind of build a catalog that people can rely on. Um, you know, and and it's a lot of of sort of investment in advance to get the stuff done before you can release it. And so, uh, yeah. with a publisher like this, if there is a book that you're super interested in, um, it definitely goes a long way to to ask them to to hold it or order it for you um yeah anyway uh matt so you you read uh, deep roots tell us about it i did so, so i read deep roots deep roots is uh i mean it starts off as a pretty simple story there's like this night guy that like grows out of plants it's like a little bit swamp thingy for a second mm-hmm. there yeah almost like but swamp thing ab- mixed with like a golem maybe yeah but it makes absolutely no sense and it doesn't this doesn't really matter <laughs> And anyway, the story really picks up with like weird tree people robbing a bank and some hero going and knocking out one of them. And then like, so I don't know, some weird stuff going on. And then they're like, hey, we're the government. We're going to hire you for our super secret agency. And I was like, oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> this is like, this is like, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be too overly critical, but this is like negative. I mean, this is all... uh so tropey yeah like you've you've seen all this and before yada yada i've seen i've seen it all before a lot of the dialogue I, well i'll get to it but so i actually it got about halfway and i was like ah, i'm having a hard time and jason was like no nah, i just finished it so i did here's what i will say about this book that it successfully like surprised me with some of their choices that the author made mm-hmm. uh to sort of like to sort of uh flip that trope on its head. I really appreciated that. Um, the art is also, again, very different style and it flips between styles. Yeah. There's sort of like a, mo- there's sort of like a modern day style. And then this like other realm mm-hmm. is going on some like nether other 
what do they, they what do they call it? They call I can't it remember like what they call it. Other world. Oh they yeah, call yeah. It other world. Which has a very, which has a totally different style, and uh, anyway, uh, it's that's okay. It's not my favorite, but it's 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 not bad. I'll tell you the the other world sections of it that where it gets a little more painty, and it seems it seems like the other world is kind of a more like nature infested world, and all the people are kind of made of like trees or something like that. Um, that art I've really enjoyed uh, with with kind of the more interesting and and off kilter stuff. I found the the regular Earth art to be a little uh i don't know just like a little boring or something but i yeah uh, yeah boring i it just doesn't it's not just not doing it for me mm-hmm. um but so you know i i would say props to really trying to kind of like set you up with a trope and then tear it down mm-hmm. although then the story kind of ends on a trope too and i was kind of like oh okay <laughs> um because <laughs> it's like i don't know what am i what, what am i trying to say so reading it it's not it I felt like the so I, part of the intention of a first issue right is to like sort of set the tone of the book, mm-hmm. set the tone of what's gonna ha- what what to expect. Like here's some plot threads, and this just felt like that same thing where it was. It just I don't know. It felt like too much, mm. uh, and not quite as simple of a story. And like some of the stuff with Otherworld, it was just I'm not sure why it was there. And all the stuff that takes place in Otherworld is written from sort of a narrator's perspective with his prose that I really didn't get on board with. Mm. Um, so yeah, I can, I think it went, Go ahead. I think I went, I went from, here's, I think part of my, why I'm having the reaction that I'm having is I went from reading Perdido street station, which has my favorite style of prose mm-hmm. to this, which just is like n- not there. Um, I think the author has created a really interesting universe mm-hmm. and it's worth it. And I think you could explore this in further detail. Something cool could come out of it. Cause I like, you know, I, I was like, it started off with that weird golem space. I don't know what the fuck's going on stuff, mm-hmm. but then it was like plants robbing a bank. And I was like, all right, I'm, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then I, it's 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 like it, the the it's like it took me on like a oh I'm into it uh, I don't like it at all uh, actually I'm kind of into it nope don't like it all again mm-hmm. and I, and that was a little too whiplashy for me reading through um, but I think if you are a fan of Swamp Thing if I, I think if you're a fan of Paper Girls I think if you're a fan of like stuff that's like what if the world was weirder than it is mm-hmm. I think you'd really dig I think you would absolutely dig it as long as you could get on board with the art because uh, I think this is a this doesn't feel like an art's going to like make the story is not going to make the art fall into place. And I think that this is definitely like if you're either on board or you're not with the art style in this thing. Yeah. I think uh, the one thing I will say is it feels like this first issue, you know, it, it, it had a lot to do uh, in terms of, you know, it was trying to, to set up these two different worlds, trying to set up, you know, the sort of the plot that's, that's going to unfold, um, trying to get you on board with like, you know, the bare concepts for what's happening some of the characters um and then you know and and actually kind of try and weave that together and then give you sort of a a compelling uh cliffhanger um or at least a jumping off point into the rest of the series and i think that this is a series that will probably benefit from reading kind of the full story arc because i'm like a lot of the seeds that are planted uh pardon the expression considering there's a bunch of plant stuff um sure a lot of the the seeds that are planted in this issue, I feel like are going to come around and tie together in really cool ways. 
Um, but, but it, it's, it's tough to, to necessarily judge it on, on this issue for me at least, because I feel like there's a lot that it's building up to that. It just almost like this was just sort of setting the canvas for the story. And that mm-hmm. there's probably a lot more that'll happen over the next couple of issues. Um, sure. you know, and I think maybe this story could have benefited a little from rather than kind of like set up the tropes that it was going to defy, uh, to maybe just, you know, try and get into the the actual meat of of this story a little faster. Maybe it would have that might have been a little more effective. Um, and so I think this is one considering that kind of scope. I think this is one that will benefit from you know like reading in trade or uh, sure. you know or or with multiple issues in hand. Sure, I agree with that. Um. Anyway, yeah, and I I, I obviously as i'm talking about that i read this one too and and i i some of the same criticisms i think were valid with me um the the prose narration i thought got a little bit too heavy and some of the dialogue i in that prose was was a little clunky um i thought the regular character interactions were were totally fine and and, um decent dialogue there but there was some parts i'm curious about how that golem thing is going to kind of uh tie into what's going on i feel like there's something that'll tie it around in, in future issues that'll make everything kind of make sense a little more um sure but dan waters has a pretty good track record uh i've i've enjoyed his stuff before and so i'm, I'm willing to give him uh give him a couple more issues to see how it goes sure um anyway yeah that's uh those are the the three issues from vault that we read this week um is there anything from vault that you the listener have have read that uh that has stood out to you that you've really enjoyed um that you want to kind of give a shout out or anything like that, make sure you let us know. You can reach the show letters at savagelandpodcast.com. Um, so if there's any vault stuff that you've enjoyed, let us know and, and we'll uh, at least shout it out. Uh, if not read it, I'll probably read it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll probably read it too. I, 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 I want a second. I think it's important that like, you know, vaults, a, they're, they're new, they're starting up and I think it's like, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's all jump on board and give more, give more, like we can, we don't have to rely upon the big three to get us get us good solid comics. And if totally. they're getting writers like Donny Cates on there, totally, uh, yeah, w- w- there's there's potential. So let's support them. Yeah, they and I what I like uh, and read wasted read wasted space. It's pretty cool. Yeah, wasted space I think is killer. Um, I, I think what's cool about Vault's lineup too is that they have a really really good mix of established pros and also like you know newer artists and writers that that don't really have much of a name and so i think it's it's an interesting pool to kind of wade into because uh there's i think there's a lot of kind of newer voices and and publishers like this are where you're going to find the future of comics you know these are these newer publishers the smaller publishers are where you know your your bigger names come from this is where your donny cates you know people are are coming from this is where you know your jason aarons are going to come from um and so I, I think it's good to read, you know, to read these smaller pr- publishers. And so I, I think in the future, it'd be cool to do more episodes like this, whether it be a Black Mask episode or Aftershock or, you know, any of those other publishers out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, and if, if you know of any any publishers or, or books that uh, that you think we should highlight in one of these sections in the future, uh, again, let us know. You can reach us on Twitter at Savage Land Pod. You can also, you know, like I said, letters at SavageLandPodcast.com is our email. Um but yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and I'm, there's definitely a couple more vault books that I'm looking forward to reading uh, in the future, and so that'll be fun. Um, also, thank you for everybody uh, tweeting about the show or tweeting at the show, uh, including Kevin Carey, uh, Marks, um, uh, Baricus, 
uh, Heroes and Villains, Inc., and Primo Nutmeg, and Kevin Volpez, uh, and a bunch of other people. Um, thank you all for tweeting the show. Thank you to CowEater899 for reviewing the show. And I think uh, I think that's that's all we have for the show this week, is is it not? I think that, that, that wraps it up. We're all, I think... Not sure how what your guys' are weeks look like, but I, I'm 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 gonna go see Deadpool too. Yeah, me too. Nice. Is it Deadpool's coming out first and then Solo next week? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Dope. I'm excited, man. I'm 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 getting really pumped for this this summer's kind of slate of movies. A lot of good ones. I didn't I didn't think I'd be so pumped at first, kind of coming into this year, but uh, it's definitely definitely excited. Ant Man and the Wasp is coming out soonish. Like Incredibles two. God stoked anyway uh <laughs> but yeah I, uh, we hope you've enjoyed your time in the savage land be cool.com you never know <laughs>